Introduce y'all to my other side, the producer side. Yeah, you know I mean, today's episode is going to be R A P, and that, ladies and gentlemen, that stands for rhythm and poetry. P O E T R E nigga. I don't spell a motherfucking thing. Like it's supposed to go whenever I'm in creative mode. You know what I'm saying? Like certain words and shit. I just, I flip them up. I freak them out. You know what I'm saying? Just to, you know what I mean? Give it that, that hip hop spin, I guess. You know what I mean? Or that ebonic spin or, you know, just being creative or whatever. Just, I don't like to be the same as everybody else. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people in the world that feel the same way. You know what I mean? I'm about to cut this stupid ass fan off, though. Shit making all this goddamn noise behind me. Shut your ass up. But yeah. So today, you know what I'm saying? I just want to tap into a little bit of rhythm and poetry. You know what I mean? And introduce y'all to a side of you know, to a side of me that a lot of people are unaware of. So let's make them aware. Hopefully, I will build my audience at some point. But um, before I get into that shit, I just want to say, man, uh, Anchor, uh, the creators, uh, you know, the the proprietors, if you will. Uh, it would be great if y'all made it where uh, 
we can hear ourselves in the headphones. Uh, it's something special and significant about hearing yourself in the headphones when you're recording something. Okay? I would like very much to put some headphones on so I can see how loud I am, how low I am. Instead of waiting till till I'm finished with the episode, and then I gotta be like, "Oh shit, something was I was lower than the beat." Because it's possible that I was talking lower. I know I was talking lower than how loud the beat was in the background. But I just made that shit, so I didn't export it to my phone to add it to my episode, like I've been doing with the other songs that I got on my phone already. I only exported it on my computer just a few minutes before I started this episode, but. I would like very much to be able to hear in the headphones so I can see how loud the music is that I got playing in the background out loud. So anchor, creators, proprietors, you know what I'm saying, technicians, whatever the hell I'm supposed to call y'all. Can y'all please make it possible for us to hear ourselves in some headphones? Okay. Now, with that being said, let's get into some rhythm and poetry. I bet a lot of people didn't even know that's what that what that stood for. Rap is rhythm and poetry. So if you are a rapper, you are a poet with rhythm. So, you know, I started off as a poet. And um, you know, I guess a lot of titles, you know what I'm saying, for certain people who do it professionally for however long they do it. You know, at some point, I guess they feel entitled to being able to say that somebody can't claim a, a title unless they put in 10,000 hours or they didn't, you know, did something of a lucrative, productive nature to be something. You know what I'm saying? Comedians hate it when, you know, people that think they funny call themselves comedians. Real rappers, lyricists, we can't stand when people call themselves rappers or even rap and then say they not rappers. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, niggas want to get into the field and then, you know, act like, you know, they not what they what they are. You know, a lot of people, I'm not a rapper, I don't do this, I don't do that, but you're doing it, but you're trying to Put yourself in a generalized way so you could get away with just abusing and misusing the, you know, the blueprint of, I guess, hip hop. But that's neither here nor there. But, you know what I'm saying? As a poet at five years old, I knew that I could be, I could, I could say that I was a poet because that's what I was drawn to. That's what I gravitated to easily, like. When my teacher, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm from New York. So back in the day in New York, when I was coming up, you know what I mean, kids would pretty much basically just write in their journals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And the teacher was like, express yourself. Whatever it is that you want to get off your chest, come on in. I ain't doing nothing but my little podcast. It's all good. It's the queen keys that is walking in the building in the house. Uh, but yeah, so you know, the teacher was like, "Express yourself. 
Whatever it is you want to get off your chest, this is a form of expression. And just make aware to the people in the classroom whatever it is you was feeling and going through in life. And however you chose to express it, whether it had been short story, you know what I mean, or, you know, practice your poetry, you know what I'm saying, making things rhyme. Because, you know, teachers always giving you assignments to, to better yourself and all of that. But um, I gravitated more to writing poetry than actual short stories or whatever like that. So I knew at five years old that I was a poet, and that's what I was going to be. And, I, and when she read Langston Hughes or she read Maya Angelou, those was the only two really black prominent poets that was introduced when I was coming up anyway. You know what I mean? It's, it's a few other poets out there. And I'm not going to front and act like I've ever even tapped into anything more than what she introduced. I was aware of who they were because of that teacher. I cannot remember. I want to say G.Y. Athaka. She was an African lady. That was the teacher that introduced us to that. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Miss G.Y. Athaka. If I'm saying her name right, it don't really matter at this point, I guess, because I don't even know where she at. But she used to take me on trips. You know what I mean? Like, she was like my big sister. Like, she would keep me after school, take me to the movies, take me ice skating, take me roller skating, just go for walks, you know what I'm saying, through Manhattan. You know what I mean? Go down to, go to 125th and just go to Dr. J's. She might buy me a shirt or something. Like, she was the coolest teacher on the planet. But, you know, perhaps I get into that, you know, one day about my early school days. but. Just being, just, just, just talking about this, this rap and poetry, you know, this rhythm and poetry is just the combination of rhythm and poetry just was, is what made it rap. And then, you know, you throw it to a beat. Now it's, you know what I mean? It's hip hop. It's something else, you know what I mean? It's the combination of, of sounds and, and words that transform feeling, you know what I mean? Into a whole, into a genre. I mean, like, we take our feelings and we take our thoughts and we translate that into a genre of music, you know? So that's really where hip-hop and rap really derives from is just tapping into your emotions and putting some rhythm to them and throwing some sound behind it. And, you know, we created hip-hop and rap. But I'm going to get into some of my rhythm and poetry because I don't want to make this episode too long because it's not based on me thinking that I am the philosophical genius to be able to just go that deep into, you know, the fucking foundation of hip hop. I'm as old. I'm, I'm only a couple years younger than hip hop. Hip hop was probably 45, 46 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because when I was five, six, you just six years old. I saw, I saw cats on the block just spitting off top of their head. And I was amazed. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this over here on paper, writing down, you know, my feelings through through rhyming words and sentences. But these cats is just off the dome, just and they bouncing with their hands and they coming off the head with no paper, like saying some, you know what I mean. One, two, three, 
I'm so and so. I come from the school 133, oopie whoopie. They just rhyme it. You know, back then it was dope, but now you think back, you go, one, two, three. It's me. I'm from school. You know what I mean, it was corny as hell, but it was the basics. It was the foundation. It was the beginning of, you know what I'm saying, hip hop, which I did not realize until I got a little older that that's what they was doing was hip hop. But, you know, hip hop was a, was a derogatory term towards, you know what I'm saying, the black culture of music by people who didn't really respect what we was doing in the first place. We just like the word nigga embraced hip hop and took it and turned it into a genre of music because the people who gave that name was just all, it was being disrespectful. And I can't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Kara's one broke it down better. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, he was explaining the foundation of where, where even hip hop came from. I think it was Kara's one. It might've been uh grandmaster Cass or somebody. Some, some might've been him. But anyway, yeah, hip hop started off as a derogatory term towards the shit that we created anyway. We embraced it, of course, snatch it up, turn it into something else. It's like we did the word nigga. You know what I'm saying? Which still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But anyway. But yeah, so let me see. Let me, let me, let me, first of all, let me put some goddamn glasses on. Give me some glasses. Give me some glasses, woman, since you're here. Make yourself useful. Let's see what I can pull out my motherfucking head. Yeah, they gonna be they, they dirty, but they gonna get the job done right quick so I can read on. Hold on, bear with me, damn it. Don't go nowhere. I'm coming. Y'all wanna stick around for this shit, yeah. Cause I'm about to goddamn say some stuff. Put my put my auntie uncle glasses on right quick. Let me see here. Let me see here. I have so many rhymes, man. So much poetry in the stash. You know? It's so like, what do I pick? I got some shit I want to... I know, I know what I'm about to pick. Hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me. That's what I'm going to do, though. Until I find that poem that I should have had queued up in the first place, I'm going to do y'all one even better. Y'all going to vibe out to this shit right here. While I find it, this is me. It's one of my favorite joints that I did. Probably, I don't remember when the fuck I did it like two years ago. Probably, it's called L I F E Living in Fear of Existence. Listen to this. Listen to the results of being created in the image of the most high and the most low. I try to smile and be happy. I wanna give a fuck, but these days and times I feel like there's no reason to. Yeah, I still pray for forgiveness, Lord, for the things that I have done. And forgiveness for the things that I am about to do. This is real shit. Grimy, cold world, L-I-F-E, living in fear of existence. And ever since I'm gonna ride now, do Yeah, I'm accustomed to be alone, so that ain't really what hurts. More so the fact that I raised myself to be a fucking jerk. 
Good, I never saw that. And out of love, I was never told that. Mentality of a rebel authority, nigga. I always thought that. Never lived by the rules, cause family and friends broke them too. Never had a mother, so I treat bitches like Corey Holcomb, no. Never knew my father, still analyzing that hood. Existence, yeah, I'm saying. Um, you know, hopefully that was loud enough or not too loud for y'all to hear that in the background and all that, you know what I mean? Um, I ain't figured out how to put songs in certain spots um when you add them after you finish, you know, your episode. So it always be in the beginning of the joint. And I don't know if I can place it wherever I want it. I I don't know if I've tried to figure it out. I don't see how I can do it. So, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, so I actually found the poem that I want to, um, do immediately after I started the freaking song. 
But I figured I'd let y'all rock out to that. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. All righty then. Yes. Now, let's see if I can uh, articulate this uh, poem that I had wrote like a long time ago. Uh, like it, it's totally freaking long. And like I might stumble over it a little bit because like I haven't read it in so long, you know, like and, um, you know. These words are like really small, bro. Like my glasses, like they do a little bit, a little, little good, but you know, they're still stupid. But all right, here we go. I never really gave it an official title. Though. I just called it Thoughts While Taking a Shit because I wrote it when I was taking a shit. You know what I mean? So when you're taking a shit for like an hour, hour and a half, you have tendencies to think a lot deeper into your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? That's like the think tank, you know? So, uh, yeah, Thoughts While Taking a Shit. Here we go. Uh, we need a unified school of collective thought. U.S.O.C.T. Connect the minds of daughters and sons till they develop intellectual OCD. Obsessed with knowledge of self and compulsive to learn and manifest hopes and dreams. Not a disorder, rather determination to get high off of the cultural dopamine. In order to get at the masses, first we establish local teams in every community. Respectively generate unity, peace, and harmony. It's what we so desperately need. The devil's hate. Spreading like a pandemic disease. There's not a black man or woman alive that feels comfortably free. We consistently beg God, please give us the strength and know-how to protect and serve our own needs. We ask that you plant a new seed in the hearts of our enemies, destroy the jealousy and greed. The hateful and the envious be reborn so that we can achieve common ground and coexist. We all got a hunger to feed. But I digress. It only appears to be that we are being defeated by the abundance of souls who exist demonically. We made it easy because we've become distracted by technology. Meanwhile, our brains are desensitized to strategy saying I don't care as long as it isn't happening to me and my family. Dumbed down and deaf to the cries of the blind being gunned down with their hands in the air. We can't take no more. Jesus, can you come now? Your brothers and sisters are bleeding needlessly. Steady praying for the fathers. Help till we get calluses on our knees. Repeatedly reciting the Lord's Prayer. What good is the national anthem unless you're an athletic player? We definitely been divided and there was no justice for all. Statue of Liberty became a stripper when they made our twin towers fall. When the police are the murderers. Who the hell else do you call? No prison convictions. We just getting slain right to left. I'd rather die from cardiac arrest than 40 cal bullets in my chest. Yeah. They got the nerve to ask why we stressed. We scared to death. Is it me or my child next? We need body armor in these streets. Or at least a bulletproof vest. I pray to God my soul to take and keep. And the earth can have my flesh. Ashes to ashes like a piece of paper. Dust to dust ready to meet my maker. We never got a savior. This hell on earth will never ever become safer. Goodbye planet. I guess I'll never see you later. I don't want to be reincarnated back into a world of discriminators and eliminators of conscious minds. Who build foundations only to be demolished by dilapidators. So I ask yet again, Father, forgive us and let us live. 
long enough to acquire the proper tools to pass down to our kids. I mean, only if it's in your plan, that is. We seem to have ran out of options. We don't even know what we really did. Other than look and live different. Manipulated by the biblical system. It ain't helped that snakes were hidden within our own civilization. Who sold us out for the promise of better living? But ended up in mental and physical prison. We called them Uncle Toms and Coons, Benedict Arnolds and straight buffoons. Brown nose, airhead like balloons. House niggas mesmerized by the silver spoons. We really need to check ourselves. We have already wrecked ourselves. Too many pawns, puppets and sheeps shucking and jiving for some record sales. Glorification and, object and objectivism of a type of life that gets you put in jail. Snitching, all in your songs. Get you indicted, now the judge won't even set a bail. That is, if you even make it inside the cop car, you can become a casualty no matter your status, civil, civilian actor, hip-hop, or pop star. It's crystal clear, we living in fear. Triggers pull with no warning to freeze. It's like you put your heart in your back pocket and sat down because now you can't breathe. So make a decision how you want to leave. Either you know or you believe. Either you die the 1,000 deaths of a coward or hop in the front line and get ready to bleed. A coward dies a 1,000 deaths. A soldier dies but once. R.I.P. to Tupac. That was the first person I ever heard say that before. But yeah, I stumbled towards the end a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I got a little passionate or whatever. You know what I mean? I ain't read that shit in so long. But you know what I mean? That's how I think. That's where my mind be going sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, I don't know how much sense that make to everybody else, but a lot of times, like I said before, we make sense to ourselves. You know what I mean? So sometimes you just need to hear yourself out loud. And uh, you know, because sometimes you write and you only you're not really reading back what you're saying until you finish. You know what I mean? So your mind just be flowing, but. I like to think that made sense. I like to think that was, you know, something from the heart that people can understand and relate to and respect, you know what I mean? But um, the part where I said, you know, what's the point of the national anthem unless you're an athlete, you know what I mean? I ain't really elaborate that deep into that because at the time, that that uh, that Kaepernick shit wasn't even, that, ain't, that wasn't even a thought. Now, I don't even I didn't I don't even know if that was some shit that that was orchestrated or nothing, you know what I'm saying, at the time, you know, to lead up to that. Cause a lot of stuff that be happening out here in the media, that shit be orchestrated long before they ever do it. So it appeared that we got somebody, you know, that's standing up for this, that, and the third and leading the march on these things and these boycotts and these whoopy whoops and shit be orchestrated to distract us from the real big picture, man. The shit that the government do on a, on a, on an everyday basis, man. The media is orchestrated and designed to keep us blind, deaf, and dumb. You know what I mean? So we always, we always, you know, we just, we just be caught up in the wrong shit sometimes. But that's neither here nor there, man. This episode was about R.A.P. Rhythm and poetry. I get into all that other little so-called political shit someday, maybe in pieces as I go along. I hate to talk about political bullshit, but it comes out my mouth every now and then because I do feel some type of way about certain shit that be going on in the world, but I just want to thank y'all for uh, listening, you know what I'm saying, and bearing with me, 
uh, through my unstructured uh, podcast. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like to, you know, rehearse nothing. I have a premise and I go along with it. I knew what poem I wanted to do, but I it was down deep in, in my stash. You know what I'm saying? My archive, my catalog is pretty long when it comes to poetry and raps and, you know, the shit that I jot down, you know what I'm saying, just to keep, you know what I mean, a, a, a archive of thoughts. But, um, you know, I found it pretty quickly. So, you know, um, so I bid you adieu. And uh, I say, uh, say good morning, uh, the good afternoon, and the, the, the good evening, and, and shit like that, and the, and the good night, because uh, somebody might be going to bed right now. You know what I'm saying? People getting up, people going to bed, I don't know where you are on the planet, but I appreciate you for listening to me, okay? Yes, indeed. I have been your illustrious asshole, the host with the Mizos, Mr. Roseman, a.k.a. Mr. Keys. You know what I'm saying? You have now uh, been dismissed from the cerebral storage room. <laughs> that is my mind. And uh, on this uh, great episode of Awkward Conversation!